Hello, it's Gareth here, and welcome to the episode of the podcast. I hope you are well. All by myself today, no guest, and I want to talk today about following the process. And this is something that I'm going to share a bit of personal experience with this for myself over probably the last couple of months. But the importance of understanding that, you know, sometimes things we're doing, things we're trying to improve, take time, you know, and um, sometimes longer than we think. And this is for anybody. If you're listening to this and you're somebody who at times maybe feels like, you know, you're going through the motions, you're not getting anywhere. Maybe you've been trying something a long time, but you're not seeing any results at the end of it. Maybe you're kind of frustrated with the amount of time something's taking to complete. Whatever that's, you know, a life goal or a project, this is for you. This is a chance to sit down, listen, and understand the feelings you're having, what you're going through are perfectly normal. And it's funny that sometimes when we have others tell us that what we're feeling and going through is normal, actually we feel better just by knowing that. It's not just us. There's nothing wrong with us. And I have this a lot. I hear people say, you know, oh, I've got this happening to me, or I feel this, or, you know, I'm having this issue, as though they're the only person in the world having that issue, feeling that way, having that problem. And that's just not true. Um, I've said this many times before. I'm afraid we live in a world now which is very much focused on a social media platform or platforms that allow people to put their life up there in a different way, that, you know, you might think that you are different because you don't look like the perfect lives that some people put out on social media and this is not a rant about social media if I, if I wanted to get into a rant I could I don't want to this morning because I ranted a bit on the last podcast I don't know if you listened to it I was on here with John Steele and we got talking about personal branding a few bits about business and I got into a bit of a rant um, according to John I didn't feel I got into a rant I just believed I was putting my point across in um, in a slightly more passionate way um, but uh, I enjoyed that and actually I got a lot of feedback saying we liked the way you were on that podcast, we liked all that so I don't want to just become known as the ranty guy so hopefully today I'm going to be a bit more tempered today in some of the things I'm talking about and give you some thoughts and ideas around trusting a process and trusting yourself okay, so I will give you some examples of things that have happened to me in the last couple of months which are part of what I call trusting the process and I'm going to tell you this now straight off the bat. This is not about you maybe achieving every goal you set out to follow. Um, Because part of the process of following something or going down a path is, you know, you may at some point down that path have to realize you've gone down a slightly wrong path. You've taken the slightly long route and you need to either come back or change tack really quickly. And this is something people don't seem to understand. They seem to think that the minute you put something down on paper or in your mind to say, I am focused on being this, having that, doing that, that you're going to get there. The answer is you're not always going to get there. And that's just the truth. You know, for everybody out there that talks about, you know, all you've got to do is dream big and you'll get there. For everybody who's actually achieved that, there are countless hundreds and thousands more people who went after something they didn't get. And because we see a lot of these people pushing the fact that it's as simple as just believe it and it will happen. We then make ourselves feel like we are, there's something wrong with us. You know, we're not good enough. We're inadequate in some way. And this is not true. So I want to share with you something and it's an experience I had and and I've had this experience now, or I've been involved in this process of this thing I'm going to talk about for a number of years now. If you've listened to some of my previous blogs or read some of my previous blogs and listened to my previous podcasts, you'll hear me occasionally mention something called Better 24-7. Now, Better 24-7 is a concept that I came up with ooh, back in 2013, 
2012, 2013. So, you know, it's seven years ago. And this was a concept of um, an online platform that would improve people's well-being and, and an online platform that would help people, you know, become better at something in their life, hence the name Better 24-7. And because it was online and because you could access it anywhere, anytime, that's why it was called 24-7. And this was a concept that came in at a time before there was as much option to be 24-7, if you like. Since then, there's a lot more um, platforms come out that allow you to watch information at any particular time. And back when we first started looking at it, we were looking at doing audio, which is pretty much what this is. It's, you know, we were going to record audio, and back then it wasn't that simple. So it, it was something that I, I had come up with the idea of. I discussed it with um, my current partner, Susan, and we thought, well, that's a good idea. And we've played with that idea for a number of years, and it never quite got anywhere. Never quite felt like we were doing some, enough. And we'd occasionally go back to it and try doing it. And I have to say, almost kind of like, like my last check of the dice, I was starting to have some real doubts about whether there was any kind of real venom from either of us to do this. Did we really have, Did we really want to do this? Yes, we, we know the importance of well-being. Yes, we know a lot of stuff about it. Yes, we could help a lot of people. But did we really, did that project, that setting up an online platform to help people, doing it together, calling it better 24-7, did that really fit with with what we both wanted and, and did it feel like something that we could get behind 100%? So I wasn't sure of that. So basically last last year, in fact, this year actually, um, I feel like it's next year already. This year, 2020, it feels like a long time ago when it first started off, doesn't it? It's gone on a long time and I think the pandemic has made this year feel quite a strange year and, and really kind of bitter because, you know, and we're into autumn now and where did summer go? Where did the summer holidays and all that go? Well, we lost that to the pandemic. Anyway, it's not about the pandemic. So the start of the year, I approached um, a friend of mine who's a graphic designer and um, I know does good work. And I says, look, would you do me a logo and, and think about branding this up for me? Because I wanted something that we could say, right, now we've got the branding. Now it, it feels right, looks right. Let's let's this. It'll make us feel good about doing it. And what we've been doing for quite a few months um, before that point, we've been doing podcasts. We've been talking about well-being and doing little podcasts on a weekly basis. Did quite a few of them. And again, we enjoyed doing that. We found we liked talking to, you know, and having like an interview thing going on. Because when you decide to do a podcast, it's nice to have other guests on with you. It makes the podcast easier, if I'm quite honest. When you're doing one by yourself, there's another, it's another... It's another challenge, another skill set. There's a different way of doing it. When you're with somebody else, a different dynamic. So we enjoyed doing the podcast. So there were things about Better Seven we enjoyed. We, we know we were trying new things in our lives. But so we thought maybe it's just the fact it doesn't look right. Maybe it's the fact that the website's not good enough and we need to get the website sorted and get the logo sorted. And then, then it'll feel great. Then we'll be happy. Then this will work. Well, the... The, the guy did the, the branding, we got the logo, and it looked good, and we put it onto the website, and the website looked good. So now all of a sudden the website looks good, the logo looks good. Surely the interest and the determination was to push it forward would come. Um, it did not. So over the course of summer this year, we, we did some... We, we, it's not like we're talking about this all the time, but this kept coming up. You know, what are we doing with Better 24-7? Sue was doing bits for a, a yoga stuff. She got a brand, SJC Yoga. And I've been doing some blogging and some podcasting and I've been playing with my website and working with a couple of clients around mentoring them. And, and all of a sudden I was doing my thing, she was doing her thing. But the thing we we're doing together, we had to talk about it. What what we're we really doing, are we interested in it? So based on the fact that now we'd been doing the, the, the podcast, we'd got 
a bit of content on there. We even had an idea for days and how we were going to present it. We still couldn't get excited, even with the new branding and even with the fresh look website. It just didn't feel right. Now, we had to make a decision. That decision was a simple one. We either have to really put our hearts into this or we have to quit it and, and say, look, it's not for us. Now, we'd already tried putting his hearts into it, or thought, so we thought. The fact is we couldn't put his hearts into it because his hearts weren't really in it. So at the end of the summer, we realized we got into August, we both decided it wasn't for us anymore. And we took down the website, removed all the social media accounts, got rid of the Facebook page. And as of about a week ago, I've dissolved the company because although it was a company that's been around for a while and we haven't really done anything with it. There was a limited company that stood behind it. It was basically limited. So we started to dissolve that. And the minute we'd made the decision to stop Better 24-7 and forget about it and, and kind of draw a big thick line under it, there was this sense of relief on both of us. We knew it was the right decision. We knew it was the right thing to do. So we followed a process, we tried doing things, we tried blogging, we tried putting a day together, we even tried talking to people about the day we were going to offer and see whether we get into schools and things. So we followed a process and that process led us down a path that eventually came to a decision that this was not for us. So what I'm saying is, this is not always about coming up with an idea and saying, we'll push this through to the end. No, you push it through to its logical conclusion. Now that logical conclusion in some cases might be, I don't want to do this anymore, or this isn't right. Sometimes we are reticent to do that. And I have to say, me more than Sue, Sue would have been better 24-7 a lot longer ago than me. But I, it, it, it was kind of my baby. I, I, was, I came up with a name and I, I had lots of high hopes for it. But the reality was, we took it a little bit too far in our opinion. I have to agree with that. We probably ran this. We probably didn't need the branding doing. We should have known then that, you know, this was only trying to put a, a sticking plaster over a gaping wound that was this problem we had with Better 24-7. It didn't feel right. And one of the things I didn't think didn't feel like about it is there was the particular words. It was the word well-being. Nobody really understood what well-being was. What is well-being? What is wellness? You know, and, and it's it's got such it's such a big thing, it covers so many things. And because it's so big and covers so many things, it's hard to kind of niche it down and know who to point it at. You know, is well-being about being mentally well, physically well? Actually, it's a bit of a mall. So we let that go and we decided it was finished. So that was that's an example of following the process to its logical conclusion and actually being accepting of the fact that you may have to quit something and say it's not for me. Because why would you put time into something and try to push it on? even if you don't feel right with it, even if it's not bouncing for you. And I think it's because there's a lot of talk about you've just got to dream big and keep dreaming big and, and the, the bigger you dream and keep working at it and eventually it'll turn. But what if it don't feel right? No one ever tells you that. Everyone says, you know, just keep hustling away until it works. You can waste a heck of a lot of your time hustling at something that is just never going to work. And I have to say, I am I have been aware of people that I know that have, that have pushed ideas too far. They've gone with something that was never a good idea to start with. It was never going to work. And, you know, I I don't give unsolicited, um, or yeah, is that right, unsolicited? Yeah, I don't give unsolicited uh, advice w when it comes to improving something or business or coaching or mentoring. You know, I have to have permission to coach. If somebody says, what do you think of this idea? I'll give them my honest opinion, but I'll never jump in and say, listen, I think you should do this, this, and this. That's not right, and no coach should ever coach, mentor. Nobody should ever do that. 
But I've seen people take ideas and some people continue to take ideas. You think that's never going to work. It can't work. And I understand why you're doing it. But because it was like us with Better 24-7, you're, you're emotionally attached to it. You're financially maybe invested into it. And all of a sudden, you're not seeing the bigger picture because you don't want to see it. You don't want to see the fact it's a bad idea. You don't want to see the fact that this isn't going to work. You don't want to look at the fact that you don't have the time scale or the finances to get that thing where you want it to be. Prime example of this is when people will talk, say, oh, you know, when when I get my first million, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a house in Ibiza. And you think, well, how are you, how are you going to get that million? So it's, it's very easy to dream about something without looking at the practical steps to get there. And sometimes without taking the practical steps, you keep the dream in the, in the future, say, that's what I'm going to get. When I get this, when I get that, but you're not really doing much to get there. So sometimes you have to say, why am I wasting my time and energy? I need to have something that I'm putting my time and energy into that's going to get me where I want to be. And am I seeing evidence I'm getting closer? Or am I just seeing evidence that actually I'm repeating the same behavior with the same results? Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect to get different results, that's not going to work. That's, a, that's actually the definition of insanity, trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Quitting, stopping, finishing, whatever you want to call it, better seven felt good. And I, I encourage anybody who's listening to this who gets that position of feeling frustrated. Are you frustrated because the the journey to where you're going is slow? Or are you, are you frustrated because you're going nowhere? And there's a big difference between moving slowly and not moving at all. We all know that, you know, stopped and moving slowly are two very different paces. If you stay stopped for a few hours in a car or you move very slowly in a car for a few hours, at the end of the time, them two cars will be vastly different places apart. You've got to have evidence that you're moving forward. And this has got to be evidence that you're not making up to support the fact you don't want to say this didn't work. Because this comes down to ego. It's ego kicking in. Oh, I can't see them. People think I'm a failure. If I say I'm giving it up, what will people think? Fuck what people think. What do you think? Do you believe it's moving forward? Can you see some evidence of growth that you can show the person? So if I sat down with you and said, right, okay, you've been pushing this for two, five, ten years, and you still think you're not getting where you want to be, have you moved at all? Can you show me the evidence to show you've moved? What is the evidence that you've got nearer to that thing that you said you want? And if you can't, and you should, you should have that. Not that somebody will ask you, or I would ask you, but if I did or somebody did, could you evidence it? You see, you need to have that. You need to be able to evidence that you are moving forward. In the world of business, you'd call this um, KPIs or key performance indicators. What are the KPIs? What are the key performance indicators that you're getting close to where you want to be? Now, that, that's a business term, but you can use this in life as well. An example I will give would be losing weight. Let's stay, say you um, are 12 stone and you want to be... 10 stone or 11, 10, let's make it easy, 11 stone. So you're 12 stone now, you want to be 11 stone. And you've been talking about, believing, you know, you've been focused on losing that weight for 12 months and you're still 12 stone. There's no evidence at all. There's no, there's no evidence that you've moved forward. But what you might want to put in and say, okay, I want to lose um, one stone, 14 pounds in 12 months. Well, there you go. It's just over a pound a month and into it. So I should think if I've been doing this for three months... You should be a bit nearer 11 stone 11. That's three pounds. How you near that is, that have you hit the key performance indicators? And the reason most people can't say they have or they haven't is they don't have any key performance indicators. They don't know whether they're any closer. 
Because they're stuck in the place of just saying, I'll keep believing and I'll get there. No, that does not work. So Better 27 got binned because the key performance indicators we'd put in weren't getting met because the indicators were, could we find people interested in this? And we couldn't. And the reason we couldn't is we didn't want to talk to him about it because we weren't bothered. So it wasn't the fact that we hadn't talked to people and they just didn't get it. We didn't want to do it. And we had to face that fact. And there was a bit of ego involved because I'd been telling people, you know, we want this Better 27 to be a big thing and we see high hopes for it. And I had all the kind of dreams and aspirations that I believe you should have when you're taking on something that you believe is a big project. But I was cute enough after many years, and I'd stayed until long, which Sue said and I agree with, to say, look, this is enough. Now, what that taught me was to start to think in a slightly different way. So despite the fact I've got all this knowledge about how we should work as human beings, how we do work, things we can do to improve ourselves, even I get caught into this, you know, pushing something too far, going down a path that's not quite right for me. So that kind of got binned. And that's an example of, you know, not doing something because you just think you can do it. You need you need evidence, key performance. What are the key performance indicators? Set them aside. So whether that's a personal goal you've got or it's a personal challenge you're trying to overcome, what are the indicators that you are achieving that goal or overcoming that challenge you need to understand what they are because if you can't measure something then then it's no good if you how can, how can you know you get anywhere i can't measure how good i am it's impossible you might think you're putting lots of effort in but that effort would be for naught so throughout this time with better 24 7 i've been up and down with my own stuff the gareth boot website you know and looking at doing more kind of coaching and mentoring and then over the course of the last 12 months, I made decisions. One was to start doing podcasts again. So one time, if you have followed me, and some people have followed me from right back at the beginning, I had about 30 or 40 podcasts, and I deleted them all in a moment of fit of rage. Let's get rid of them all. Deleted them all. Start the channel all over again. I'm back up to this in 19 now. And then I got rid of them all because they didn't feel right. I didn't like how they sounded, and I still believe that. I don't believe some of them were good enough. But afterwards, I thought, why do you delete that? You know, you should have left it as a reference in anyway. It was done. It was deleted, as was the, the YouTube channel. I had a lot of content on there. And the same with the website. I wrote a lot of blogs, deleted all them. This, this taught me something that, you know, sometimes I can make decisions that, are, that never mind are too late, like better than too quick. I should have held back. I should have recorded. I should have kept the stuff. I should have kept the podcasts. I could have recorded them and kept the recordings on a separate disc. I could have kept the the blogs on a, on on my computer. I could have kept the videos, just made them private. No, I decided to blow them all up, get rid of them all. I've had enough. That was wrong. So again, part of the process of getting somewhere is recognizing the mistakes you make along the way. That was a mistake. So this year, I want to rectify that. Let's be more consistent. So can we do some more blogs? And I've got quite a few on there now. I'm happy with the content. Even if I made the decision today they weren't good enough, I wanted to delete them. I wouldn't delete them permanently. I'd put them somewhere. I will never delete my content again. Same with these podcasts. I will not delete these podcasts. The same with the videos on YouTube. I will not delete the videos on YouTube. I learned from this. I, as part of the process of going forward and dealing with moving towards something, I've learned now that's something I won't do again because it didn't work. So again, as we move towards something, what's working, what's not working. But sometimes you have to sit back and look at how far you've come. Because you may still feel like you're a long way from where you want to be, but how far have you come? And if there is no evidence that you've gone forward, then you have to question it, like we talked about previously. But actually, what you might find is you've gone a lot further than you might think you've gone. So for me, when I looked at my website a couple of days ago, I thought, you know what? 
You've got some good blogs in here. I think they're quite good. You've got some comments, which you've never had before. People have commented on your, on your, on your blogs. Your podcast, the episodes are starting to get listened to more now. You know, your Facebook page, which is something you've never promoted this week, there's been a few more likes. Where'd the likes come from? Now, I did promote a post on, on Facebook. I tried a little bit of testing out on that. I said I'd never do it again because, you know, but hang on. I said I'd never do it again. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't going to do it again the same way I'd done it before. I found a way on a previous page, just to give you a little bit of context behind that comment, that I got about 2,000 likes and I got them on Facebook through advertising the page. I got them cheap and because I, I just thought, well, where, you know, what can I get them? So I, I threw some money at it. I got all these likes. They were completely the wrong audience for my content. So I left with all these kind of people from America that were, and I don't, you know, I'm, they were kind of, what I say, everything I put on, they were saying amen to it. Like it become this, I almost became, I turned myself into a preacher. Why would people say I meant everything I did? You know, it's like I'm some kind of pastor or something. No. I got people and I, I aimed for the wrong audience. I didn't understand how Facebook worked, how to target the adverts. So I got a lot of people that would never be, 100%, would never be, 100% guarantee would never be interested in using any of my services. Now, this time was different. I had put a little advert out there and pushed the advert on a very specific area, UK people, people that might be interested in personal development, people that be interested in improving self-esteem people that will be looking at doing self-help. And all of a sudden now I've picked up a few little likes of people that having checked the profiles out, these will be in line with people that I think will get my stuff. So I learned. So now I started to think, hang on, Better 24-7, there was no, anything on that journey, there was nothing that showed there was anything moving forward. We were stuck, we kept staying stuck, we weren't moving forward. But now the Garth Boots to be starting to move. And in the last six months, it's really started to move and the pace is starting to pick up. These last few podcasts, I've been shocked how many people have listened to them. And I don't know where they're coming from. My blogs, my website's getting visited by more and more people. Who are these people? I'm afraid I can't find that out at the moment. But the fact is, there's now evidence. Performance indicators are being met, which is, can I grow this page? Can I get comfortable with putting the content out there? And then finally, last week, I was doing a video. I'd not done a video for a while, and I wanted to do a video because I'm putting some programs together. They're going to be, in fact, there's a program already available. If you go to my website, garthboot.com, there's a section there's an online course. There's a couple of free courses there at the moment. So check them out. All you've got to do is give me your email address, sign up for something called Thinkific. It's dead easy. And there's a little bit of content there. I'm playing and practicing with that thing. But for years, I've, I've done videos, and I could never get the video quality just how I wanted it. I've got all, some different equipment, a few different cameras, different audio stuff. And then, the other day, for, for reasons I don't know, I came up with a question. I thought, what if I put this lens on that camera using this microphone and this particular lighting setup? And I put all this together, and it was perfect. It's exactly how I wanted it to look and exactly how I wanted it to sound. After all the months, and they have been, well, probably years now, practicing with the cameras, practicing with the lighting, practicing with the audio, it all came together. So again, another performance indicator, I'm getting near where I want to be. So all of a sudden, the the concept I had back in the day of making Better 27 about a, a place where you could share information in a cost-effective way, you know, I wouldn't have to charge fortunes for it. People could access personal development stuff without having to pay hundreds or thousands of pounds a month for a coach. All of a sudden, that's what Better 27 was, and that's what I was excited about. But now, within Gareth Boot content and what I'm doing, it's kind of making sense. Now I can see I'm getting close to where I want to be. It won't be called Better 24-7, it's... It'll just be me. It won't be me working with Sue. And in effect, that was another revelation. 
you know, I love spending time with Sue. We get on really well. But were we meant to work together? I'm not sure we were now. Maybe that was just me trying to make something fit that should never have been made to try to fit. She's loving doing her yoga. She's out this morning doing it and she does a few other bits and pieces. She's got a couple of coaching clients herself. She loves doing her thing, her thing. And her thing's her thing, a bit different to mine. You know, her way of delivering stuff, what she chooses to do. She's not quite as active on podcasting. She doesn't have a podcast. Uh, well, she does actually. She just hasn't done one for a long, long time. Um, she doesn't really do videos very often. She doesn't really do blogs. But she loves doing what she does. So I found now that actually the concept of what Betty was going to be is now manifesting itself more in this, this GarethBoot.com. And it's exciting. But I'm now starting to see that actually I was getting there all the time. I just needed to sit down and have a look at where I was going. Was I getting close? The answer is yes, I was. But it was slow. And then looking back, what have I achieved? Always important you're doing that when you feel frustrated. Okay, you might feel frustrated. Sit down. Are you further ahead than where you were? Yes, excellent. That's one tick in a box. Are you getting close to where you want to be? Yes, you are. So then actually you are moving forward. So your frustration is coming because of the time. And maybe that's where you've got to start to adjust your attitude around patience. Can you be a bit more patient? Oh, but Gareth, you don't understand. If I don't get this thing to work, I'll do this thing. It's all over. You know, if I don't do, if I don't get this business sorted out, you know, I'm going I'm to have to, I'll run out of money or if I don't get to this point, I'll miss the opportunity. Well, they, they might be true things, but then you've got to maybe adjust what, where your goal is. And if you're going to run out of money, and you're, let's say you're trying to run a business and you're going to run out of money, well, maybe you have to look at some way of supplementing that. Can you get a little part-time job so you've got an income coming in so you're not so reliant on this new business? Are you willing to do that? Will your ego let you do that? How many people would not say, would not turn around to these... People, they try to play up to online and be and say, oh, you know, well, I'm struggling at the moment and I'm afraid I've had to go get a job, so I'm only doing this two days a week now because I've got to work three. You don't want to say that. That's your ego. Your ego kicking in there. Because if you want something bad enough, you may have to make some sacrifices. And again, some people don't want to do that. It's about always recognising if you're going forward and moving forward, then keep going. If you're still happy to be going towards the destination you want, but if the destination's changed and you don't want to get there anymore, or there's no evidence at all you're moving, nothing wrong with giving it up and going and putting your energy into something else. This week, I have set myself a target, not a six-month, 12-month, just for this week, is to create as much content as I can this week and enjoy, enjoy doing it. So ask this simple question. How do I do this thing I want to do and you, you fill in the blank, whatever that is, you know, how do I do this, whatever it is you, you want to do, and how do I enjoy the process? Because your brain will come up with a way of answering that question. Because your brain will answer any question you give it to. Even if the answer it gives you is bullshit, it will come up with a solution. If it's not, even if it's not true. That's when people ask questions, why am I so unpopular? Right? Your brain will go about answering that question. You didn't know that you just kind of, you're asking a question almost to yourself. It will answer that question. Ah, you're unpopular because, you know, you've got Mike, you've got ginger there, Gareth. You're too tall. Your nose is too big. You know, no one likes you because you talk bollocks. It will come up with an answer, will your brain? So give it a better question. It will give you a better answer. How do I do this thing and how do I enjoy the process? Keep check of your ego. Don't let your ego be taking you down a route that is putting you, potentially, especially in business, into the poor house because you can't accept the fact and you will not accept the fact this will not work. No evidence it's worked so far. And it's, and it's not gone forward. Remember, the difference between stopped and moving slowly is it stopped. If it's stopped, you've either got to 
think, can I get this going quickly? And again, it has got to be quickly. Oh, I'm going to have a drink of water anyway. Hang on a minute. So if you hear something rattling about, it's my ice cubes in me uh, little fancy, um, what is it? Water flask. Ah, that's better. When you get frustrated, you have to question what it is you're doing that's frustrating you. If it's frustration that's coming from you putting lots of effort in, but you're not getting anywhere, you've either got to change the, the effort you're putting in very, very quickly. You do have to remember the adage, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. And I see, again, people I know doing stuff they've always done and they're still getting what they always got and they still keep saying, I want something different, but there's no evidence to try and out different. Not willing to put the things in, oh, I don't like doing that, so, you know, I don't want to do it. Well, then, you know, understand that there's certain things, there's certain games you play, especially if you're in business, that are certain, and there's, in anything. I'll give you an example, another one, little example here. Running. This year, unless you have not been looking at my stuff at all and you've never heard any of my stuff before, I've, I've been running quite a bit. Am I a fast runner? No, I'm not a fast runner. I'm a slow runner. But I'm a fast runner than I was 12 months ago by about a minute a mile. So I'm moving forward. And the thing is, people say, oh, I want to I wanna be healthy. I want to be fit because I'm healthy now. I'm fit. I'm slender. I've got a good physique on me. You know, I don't have one of these dad bods. You know, I look quite good in a pair of Speedos. Um, I don't know why I say that because I don't own a pair of Speedos. But, uh, oh, okay, I look good in my pants, right? And in my pants, I think, yeah, okay, I've got a body I'm proud of. Um, no one's ever going to say, the guy's ripped. Oh, he looks like a model. You know, oh, he ought to be sort of, you know, on some cover of some Calvin Klein pant um, magazine cover box or whatever. No, but for somebody who is 50 this year, I'm in good shape. I'm physically well, mentally stronger than I've ever been, emotionally stronger because of the running. Okay, so that's what you have to, if you want to be this, you want to have the slender body and you want to be fit and healthy and you want to look a bit like I look body-wise, you have to do that. Now, if you're not willing to do it, you're never going to get there. No manifestation, no law of attraction, no secret or any of that fluff is going to get you the body, the fitness, the health. No, getting your trainers on, pounding some pavement or walking up some big hills, that's going to get you the body. That's going to get you the mindset. That's going to get you the health and the fitness. Fact. And it's obvious sometimes when you step back and look at this. I know businesses that have struggled with sales, they can't sell anything. They're no good at sales. I know some people that are good at what they do, but as far as they'll never be salespeople while they've got an all in their ass. They can't sell the product because they don't want to do that. They don't feel comfortable going to someone and saying, Oi, do you want to buy my shit? No. Oh, no, they said no. And, and it, listen, I've worked with people that were top, top salespeople. They've got skins as thick as rhinos because they understand it's a percentage game. If you're offering your service to somebody, you're going to get so many say, Yes, I have 100. You get to know what your percentage is. I was a salesman back in the day in cars, and I wasn't the best salesperson from a strike rate perspective. You know, I maybe sold one to every 10 people I saw. You know, if I saw somebody, I was a car salesman, and don't judge me by that, I was a used car salesman. I'd be on the, they'd be on the pitch, and I'd, I'd what's what you call where you keep your cars? Car pitch? Just in case, I don't want to use any terminology you don't, you know, you're not getting. Stand on that pitch, looking and talking. So everybody I spoke to and said, hello, can I help you? For every one person I said, hello, can I help you? Too? That would result in... 10 of those, one person would buy something off me. I knew those facts. So if I had to sell five cars a week, I had to speak and say, hello, can I help you to 50 people? That was just a fact. Now, in time, you can improve your strike rate. You might get that to be two in 10. But you ain't never going to be 10 in 10. 
That's an impossibility. So, but it involves you asking that question, hello, can I help you? And a lot of people don't want to hear the word no. They don't want to have anything negative said. They don't want to have anything thrown at them that might make them, you know, oh, no, I don't want anything negative. But yet if you want to be anywhere, whether that's be physically fitter, financially fitter, emotionally fitter, your relationships are fitter, you've got to, you've got to stand the potential of somebody saying no or giving you an answer you don't want to hear. This is why people don't do it. And this is why you can stay stuck in the place doing the same thing because you're doing the same thing because you know if you ask the right question to the right people, they'll tell you what you're doing was stupid. Feedback's important. You need to give yourself feedback on your performance. Am I getting closer? Don't be frustrated that things aren't moving quickly. Develop patience. How do you develop patience? You develop patience by being patient. Find something to be patient about. You know, this year with me running, I've had to be patient. You know, I set a target to so many miles, which I've done. I've talked about that before, 1,000 miles, and that was my kind of goal. I'm at 1,100 miles now. And I couldn't sit there on day one, January the 1st, 2020, and say, right, I've got 1,000 miles to do. I want them all done today. No matter how, I couldn't have to be patient because each day you'd go out and I'd put a lot of effort in and I'd come back and I'd be sweaty and I'd ache a bit and my legs would be sore. I think, oh, I've only done another three. I've done that for two months. I've done 60 miles, 90 miles, whatever it is. Come on. You've got to have patience, develop patience. I really, really, really want to get this across to you. If you feel frustrated, if you want people to think I'm not getting anywhere, you'd be surprised. You've just sometimes got to look at things in a different way. But if you're going to look at things in a different way, look at them in realistic ways. Don't be taking yourself down paths and wasting your time and energy on something that isn't working for you. There's nothing wrong with saying this didn't work. There's nothing wrong with saying I've changed my mind. You know, there's a saying, in fact, Sue says it to me many times. I don't know where she get it from, but I'm sure if you Google it, you'd find out. A wise man changes his mind often. A fool, never. Okay, so don't be a fool. Don't be a fool and never change your mind. You know, that's why we've got a mind. That's why God invented erasers. That's why we've got the backslash and the delete button on a computer, because we do change our mind. We can make mistakes, and sometimes you have to delete it, get rid, go back to move forward. So I'm fully energised at the moment because, and it's some simple thing, I have kicked into touch better 24-7, something I knew wasn't working. Got rid of that, I feel better. Now I'm making, looking at my stuff with fresh eyes. Actually, the Gareth Booster's doing all right. You know, you get, look at two things now. Not only have you got more content, the content's getting better. You know, there's more of it now. You're nearly back to where you were when you deleted it all. All that work that you deleted and you spent months in, where did I delete all that? Because you know what I can do about it. Can't get it from anywhere, it isn't stored anywhere. No, all of a sudden now, different attitude. And that has pushed me on to then looking when you're going down a path towards the goal you think you might have, you'll find little opportunities come up. And I found one. I'm going to talk to you about it. Now, this is not a business, it's not a business idea. Is there any financing what I'm going to talk about? Can I make any money out of it? Maybe at some point, certainly not for a while, but it's a possibility. I realised the one thing that I enjoy more than anything, that if you were to give me a choice and somebody says, what are you passionate about? Which I hear that fucking question anyway, what are you passionate about? Tell what I'm passionate about, mate. I'm passionate about watching Formula One, listening to Leeds United on radio and eating poppadoms. You know, can I make a living out of that? Probably not. Actually, what I enjoy doing is a number of things. So one thing I know I've started to really enjoy, and I'd have to say even, even maybe... The passion for this thing's taking away for is, is is overtaking the Formula One football and poppadoms, and um, it's walking. I love being outside. 
the more I've run, the more I've walked, the more I realize I feel at home in that environment. So all of a sudden you think, well, what does that mean? So now, you know, forget the coaching, the mentoring. You're not that anymore. You now love doing this. Go do that. Yeah, but I, I'm good at coaching and I enjoy that as well. Question, how do you bring them together? Solution, walkie-talkies. So now what I've done, if you go to my website, one of the service I'm offering is I will mentor people and I will coach you. I'm good at that. I can get results. I know I can. I've evidenced it with people that will stand up and say that I've done that for them. But now what I've done, I've brought the two together. So now I can do all that. I can do the things I'm good at while doing something I'm enjoying. So I'm doing the coaching and mentoring while walking. Not all the time, you know. And also there are times when people might want to sit in an office or a coffee shop and talk to me. But then it took a step further. I'm thinking, well, actually, the other thing I've always wanted to do is do more content where people can start to, to go online and sign up for a course. How do I make that happen? Again, I found a way of doing it. Because I'm now asking the questions, different questions, because now I've actually got some interest. I'm starting to see that, hang on, you now can do good videos. The videos look really good quality. So now you can make the courses. Now you've got to find out making the courses. So practice that. Going down the road, is there evidence now that practicing the courses has got me somewhere? Yes, because I've now got two of these courses on Thinkific. Back to what I said. I'm starting to see some points, some key performance indicators. So what's come out of all this anyway? The walkie-talkies have added to my website. You know... I am looking now to make, if you, if you look at breaking things into numbers and percentages, I want the lion's share, 80% of what I do and the income I want coming from Gareth Book Services wants to come from people buying online courses. That can't happen just yet. There's a few more steps to go in place. So right now, the little income from people that give me money for mentoring, that's where that comes from. But that's something I'm, I'm embracing. The walkie-talkies are coming to that. But I really started to think, how could I do more walking? Because the running keeps me healthy. I don't run to be a runner. I've said this before. I'm not a runner. I don't. You'll not see me with a vest on and a number running on a on a 10k in the city centre. No, I run to improve my walking. Because being outside walking the hills is what I love doing. So I thought, what if I could share that with other people? So this year, um, I've done a bit more walking with um, one of my friends slash clients, uh, Rianne. So if I know Rianne will be listening to this, hello Rianne, how are you? Um, and I've took Rihanna out walking and we practiced the walkie-talkies with Rihanna. And also John Steele was on my video last week, my good friend John. You know, I took John out and I've been out with him. And I've enjoyed doing the walkie-talkies with him and I think he liked it as well. And John's one of those guys, he'd tell me if it were a rubbish. He were bollocks, it's a guy off his bollocks. But no, he, he thinks, oh, that's a good idea. So I'm starting to get a little bit of feedback, not just from my own thoughts, but I've got my KPIs and this might be a thing, taking people out walking and people like what I do when I take them out talking to them. I'm also getting good feedback from other people, which is separate to me. So not just my own KPIs, but people giving me the right kind of feedback. Oh, again, I'm on the right path. All these things keep going because these will come. And you've got to keep doing the bits in between. You've got to keep doing the work because sometimes you can have big gaps between you getting some evidence you're moving forward. But as long as you know you are, it's all you need. So anyway, what I've ended up doing, I've enjoyed so much doing the stuff with um, taking Rihanna out and getting her into walk. And I thought... Well, Sue loves walking as well. I've always liked to do something with Sue. Now, the business thing didn't work, but at 24-7, that didn't seem like working in that kind of formal business um, relationship worked. But we always walked together. Let's invite some people. So this year through lockdown and using social distancing and the bubbling situation, we've had um, Rihanna with us. She's in our bubble. She doesn't have anybody else she spends time with. She comes out walking with us. And I've liked walking in groups. And I've liked walking with Sue. So what does that look like? Let me tell you what that looks like. Trig and Trail. I've set up a little website called Trig and Trail, trigandtrail.com. And at Trig and Trail, I thought, I'm going to put stuff on there about walking. 
I'm going to put on some walks that people can join us on, see if we can get a few more people to come out with me, Sue and Rianne, and build it up from that. And that's something, you know, maybe in the future that I can start to charge people for them walks, but as the year, as we stand it now, just taking people to come on walks, we currently do. And then because I've been practising the blogging, and I've been practising the videos, and I've been doing the podcast, those things fit in quite nicely as well. So I've now got Trig and Trail. It's not just a list of walks we're taking people on and you can come with us on. There's also a podcast where we talk about walking. There's um, some videos where I'll show, I'm doing some gear reviews. Not many videos yet, but they'll build up. Me reviewing video gear, showing you about backpacks. There's a few blogs and that. And all of a sudden, all this stuff I have been doing, all the videos months ago and it didn't feel like we are going anywhere, all the blogging that I had to delete and throw away, now is making sense. Because now this capacity to create the videos is much better for me because I'm faster. The quality of the videos is better because I've more experience. So even if you have to quit something and change tack and go down a different route, all the stuff you learn going down that path, which might look like a dead end to you, and you think, what a waste of time. It's never wasted time. You've got experience. You know what not to do next time. You'll have learned some things and you'll have got some new tools and new skills that you can use on your next project. Because nothing that involves skills is ever wasted. You know, I remember the first time I ever put a microphone and started doing a podcast to my mouth. It was garbage. I couldn't speak for two minutes. I kept, it was terrible. But I kept going, pursuing. The two minutes became five, became ten. And then after a while, I started to, to, to get a bit better. And I same thing with video. Stopping and starting every two bloody minutes because I got a word wrong or I fluffed something. No, I learned. Skills got better. And that's what you'll be doing too. Anybody listening to this, you'll be doing that. Even if you're frustrated right now, you're learning new skills, you're moving forward, you're getting better. Every day you're getting better without even knowing it. And you might have been moving towards where you want to be, but you've improving skills. It'll take you somewhere else if you don't want to go down that path anymore. And neither should you go down that path if you're not getting anywhere. People need to quit quicker. If it's not working, bin it, move on to the next thing because you're not moving away with nothing. You're moving away with new experience. You can use that in something else. So that's why in the last few weeks, things have moved forward with GarethBoot.com. We've now got a brand new website for Trig and Trail. Not because, you know, all of a sudden something changed. Something changed in me. It didn't change in the outside world. It changed in me. I got better at doing stuff. I can put a website together now in 25 minutes from a blank website to a full brand, including a logo, because I'm not how to do that. Yes, I can pay someone to do it, but I learned how to do it. All of a sudden, the skills you've got start to come together and all of a sudden then the speed at something that you can do becomes quicker. So although I might look like we've wasted a long time, we're better 24-7, yes, we've wasted some time, but all we've learned on that is going to allow us to move the Gareth Boots to forward quicker. I can then help Sue and advise her with her yoga stuff. So her yoga stuff's moving forward quicker. She's picking up clients, picking up new online courses. She's gone online now. You know, this lockdown's given her an opportunity to actually make a business bigger. She's loving it. Working from home, doing them in his front room and people watching, you know, people there from all over the country watching her doing yoga and, and following along. Fantastic opportunity, fantastic idea. And it might, will it change when lockdown's over and we can go back to work? No, I think people are used to this now. That's why I think the online stuff's the future. My videos are only going to be more and more of the norm. They're not different anymore. They're going to be the norm. Everyone's going to be doing videos. Everyone's going to be everyone's doing podcasts. But again, you can't do podcasts without doing them. And if you're following down the path of, I'm following something and I'm talking about something I don't have a passion about, you're never going to have interest in podcasts. I'm excited today. You should come across. I'm bouncing about here on my little chair. Microphone stuck to my mouth. Got my office. It's beautiful. It's red hot down here. I don't know why, but this morning I came down here, I put my heater on. It was cold. I let it go on for too long. I forgot it were on. And all of a sudden the sweat pouring off me. It's red hot down here. But I'm excited today because I feel enthused. Do I feel enthused all the time? No. 
Because sometimes, like, I'm like an indolent normal person. I have to remember, if I sometimes look at where I'm going and the distance I've got to go, you can be overwhelmed, put off, feel fed up. We all get that, no matter how good you are, no matter how much you know about personal development. But what I've done recently is step back. How far have you come? And look at that. So when you're starting to feel frustrated, when you're starting to feel like you're going nowhere, when you're starting to feel like this is just too much and it's, it's all too much, and I've, I've had enough, I want to give it all up, look how far you've come. If you've come a long way, keep going. If you haven't come a long way, say, okay, it ain't working, let's quit it. What have I learned in doing this? And then take that information, that skill onto a new project and kick on. <sighs> so start off doing podcasts for two minutes. This one's just now up to 45 almost. That's enough. I need to calm down now because I've got a video to make. I hope you've enjoyed that. And listen, if you listen to this, thank you. I always appreciate you giving me your time. Um, if you don't already subscribe to the website, consider doing so. And if you have any questions on that, if you have anything you're doing now you're stuck with, if you feel stuck, if you feel like something's not working for you, you know, drop me a message on garethboo.com. There's a contact me page there. What are you having a problem? What can I help you with? If I can, I will. Thank you for listening. I'll see you again for another podcast soon. Until then. Take care.